what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Mesh ads are a great way to reach a targeted audience at a low cost. Visit www.themesh.tv slash advertise or send an email to info at themesh.tv for more information. Very low cost, reach a great audience, and grow your business through Mesh ads. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Forecast. We are your connection to the who's who in the game of golf. We hope to make you laugh, learn, win, and grow your golf IQ. I'm your host, Alan Burton, Director of Instruction for the Alan Burton Golf Academy at Lake Hickory Country Club in Hickory, North Carolina. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in and then find us again on TheMesh.tv with all your other favorite podcasts, platforms, showing uh, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, and Google Play, and find some other great podcasts uh, from The Mesh as well. Um, Please go to our website, themesh.tv, and and tune in. We certainly hope uh, you'll join us more often. This morning, I really have an idea that I want to share with you. As a golf instructor, I work with golfers and try to help them improve their golf game, and I find it pretty consistent that golfers... Um, aren't really aware, I'm going to use the words uh, that start with A a lot in today's, today's podcast, and we're going to discuss some ideas about how you as a golfer can be more aware of, of the structure of a golf shot and how you're going to use your brain, the mental side of the game, as people like to refer to it, uh, to become a better golfer. Um, in having a process to hit and evaluate a golf shot, I think, is an important uh, framework. And so let's discuss a framework. You know, we generally see golfers on television hitting golf shots, and we'll watch them go through a series of movements before they even set the club behind the ball. And, th- and this, a lot of times, is just it's not apparent to the viewer what's taking place, but there's a process known as a pre-shot routine that the golfer is going through. And so that pre-shot routine is really a combination of things that the golfer is doing physically and mentally uh, to prepare them to hit a golf shot. Uh, the pre-shot routine is, is much like a huddle in football. If you think about the team is gathering, the team is calling a particular play, and that gives everyone on that team a specific instruction for what their job or their role on that particular play is, So when that football team breaks out of the huddle and goes to the line of scrimmage, they all know what their job is, and they know exactly when the play is going to start. And so they're all on the same page, and it allows that team to best execute their best intention for for moving the football down the field. And that's certainly what football would be about. And golfers need to have an understanding that their pre-shot routine is much like their huddle. So let's kind of talk about the ideas of that pre-shot routine. And what I typically see um, the best golfers in the world do as they're going through that routine. First, we'll discuss the physical aspects of the routine. So generally see a golfer position themselves in such a way that they can look down the target line. They're not standing in a normal stance as they would address the ball initially. They start out by looking straight down through the golf ball toward their desired target and getting a perspective of where the direction of the target is. 
Um, the orientation of direction is primarily what they're trying to gather as they stand in that position. Think, if you will, of looking down the, the barrel of a rifle. As you sight down that barrel of a rifle, you're trying to get a, a direct line onto your target. And if you were to hold the gun out about three feet away from your chest and put the gun parallel to your shoulders and try to aim the gun from there, it'd be difficult. So your eyes look down the barrel, and that's basically what the golfer's doing when they position themselves in that fashion. Um, Jack Nicholas shared a concept there in Golf Digest article about 1975. I remember as a teenager reading it. And he basically suggested that in that position, you stand and view the target. You create an imaginary line back from the target to your golf ball. And on that line, about a foot in front of the golf ball, you can de determine a spot to aim the club face over that would be on the proper line to your desired target. And that concept he referred to as an intermediate target. So about a foot in front of the ball, there might be a speck in the grass, a broken tee, a divot, something you can visually focus on that becomes your intermediate target. So there's a process visual, uh, visually that you're creating. It gives you a great perspective on how to aim the club face very accurately. And so that next phase of the pre-shot routine, once a target is chosen, of course, there's always a distance element in mind, and the club choice and the, and the way you're going to swing is going to accomplish the distance for that shot. But as you then move into the golf ball to set the club behind the ball and, and effectively aim, there may be a second step that the golfer goes through, and I refer to this as the feel-it step. Step number one was see it. You're back in that position where you can best see it. And step number two is you're actually going to try and feel it. And so what does that mean, feel it? Well, there might be a particular swing that you're going to try to make to accomplish the shot you've planned to hit. There might be a, a certain distance that you're trying to go, and you want to feel the swing that would create that energy or that distance that you want the ball to travel, especially if it's a pitch shot or a chip shot or a shot that's not your full swing. You're trying to feel the distance of the shot. Another element that I'm trying to feel is where the club and ground are going to make contact as I swing. You're playing golf on an unlevel surface often, and so you want to understand how the club is going to make proper strike of the ground. And sometimes the ground's further away because the ball's below your feet. Sometimes the ground is closer because the ball's above your feet. And you're really trying to understand your club-to-ground contact when you're making those practice swings and in that step called feel it. So after the club is, is swung and felt the swing that would make this shot successfully, then maybe you're moving the club behind the ball is the third step, and I call this aim it. So you're precisely orienting the club face to create the direction you want the ball to, to start in. And that step is very, very important. It, it's really uh, one of the quicker steps in your, in your pre-shot routine. Um, you get the club in position, and you, you set your stance and alignment of your body according to that club. The club goes in first. The aim of the club face is kind of the, the first step of the third pre-shot routine step itself. Club goes in, then you make your stance to the club. So that whole process is to get your club, your body oriented with the best ball position, best alignment, best weight distribution, things that will give you uh, you know, proper, proper result in the golf shots. Um, the final step is simply do it. 
I mean, trust it. Hit the shot that you've envisioned. Make the swing that you've rehearsed just one more time and try to hit the golf shot that you've dreamed up. So through those steps, again, in a pre-shot routine, there's physical and mental elements to it as you're going through these four steps. Basically, the structure or uh, framework for that pre-shot routine was see it, feel it, aim it, do it. That's how I see a golfer on television hitting these quality golf shots, and they'll go through that process every time before hitting a golf shot. And they have a process unique to them that helps them accomplish all those things. So mentally, they're feeling very confident about their play, about what they're going to do, about their intention. They're not giving themselves any chance to doubt whether they've chosen the right club or made the right setup to hit the shot. Uh, and, And any negativity that creeps into your mind is kind of a red flag that says you're not committed, you're not ready to hit this golf shot. Maybe that's a message to back off and restart your routine or change clubs or do something that would get you in a more positive frame of mind or at least a more optimistic frame of mind uh, to make a confident golf swing. I think a lot of times we're we're quick to blame the the swing's mechanics and really what the issue was. We we weren't committed to a particular shot. Uh, We were doubtful. We were... Uh, ridden with anxiety over some aspect of the shot. Maybe we were trying to hit too aggressive of a shot. Um, We were trying to go over some trees that we didn't know for sure we could hit it high enough to go over, or we were trying to curve the ball a lot in our mind, and, and that particular lie wasn't going to allow us to curve the ball. So being aware of these things as we play can help you understand your mental errors versus your actual swing mechanic errors. And I think a lot of times it's just a mental error. We weren't committed uh, to a shot that we're capable of hitting. Um, You know, I I use this concept a lot with my players. I say, well, when we chose the target for that shot, was our target too aggressive? Because that can affect how confident you feel as you set up to a golf shot. And when I I set up to hit a 100-yard shot to the center of a green – I'm going to feel a lot more confident than if I set up to hit a 100-yard shot to a pin location that's four steps on the front left of the green right behind a bunker. So if I've chosen that target, that flag is tucked in there right up in, in the front of the green and just beyond the bunker, I know I've got to hit a really good golf shot to get that ball in a playable situation. A slight miss there is going to mean I'm in the bunker or, or maybe worse. So when we pick a target that's conservative, like the center of the green, uh, we should have a more confident sensation as we make a golf shot and and pull off a better shot. Uh, So be aware of that when you're selecting your targets. Are your targets too aggressive and not allowing you to make confident golf swings? And so that's an element of of the mental game that I think is very important to to discuss. So now we actually hit the golf shot. So we've had a pre-shot routine discussion. We've executed the shot. What happens after the shot? Well, again, I'm going to use a lot of A words here as I discuss this, but I think after the shot, which is an A word, is probably just as important as the shot itself. And why do I feel that way as a golf instructor? Well, because I think most golfers don't know what to do after the shot to make their next shots better. And that's where some of the struggle 
uh, in the game lies, is, is there's no mental process after the shot to help that golfer improve. And so, again, a framework, we've got a pre-shot routine, we've got the shot's execution, why not have a framework for the post-shot routine or what we do after a shot? So I think most golfers choose these A words after the shot. They choose anger and aggravation. (laughs) And I've never seen those two things correct a golf shot. So I think they're useless. Uh, As a coach, I really remind players, let's let's not choose anger and aggravation uh, after the shot. And here are the A words that I want to discuss that I think create a nice framework for an after-shot routine that will help you improve. And the first one is the word aware. As a golfer, we must be aware of what our intention was and make a relationship to what our execution was. In other words, how well did we do what we intended to do? Let's say a golfer's hitting a seven iron off of a tight fairway lie. Their intention would be to hit a solid golf shot. What does a solid golf shot feel like? What does a solid golf shot require? Are you aware that a solid golf shot might require that the club swing low enough through the strike to catch the ball solid on the sweet spot? If we thin it or hit it on the leading edge of the club and skull the ball over the green, are we aware that that club was not low enough at the moment it went through the ball to hit a quality shot? So are we aware that there's a proper low point for a good, a good shot? Uh, I think a lot of golfers are surprised when I share with them that the proper low point for a good golf shot would be in front of the golf ball, sometimes as much as four or five inches. That's a proper low point for some golf shots. And most golfers are surprised when they hear that fact. So uh, my dad used to say, you can't do better until you know better. So one of the things you, you need to know and be aware of is what does it take to hit a quality golf shot? And if you're not creating that at impact, then you're, you're going to struggle. So the first word after the shot should be not anger and aggravation, but it should be awareness. What are you aware of? And then begin a process of asking questions. Did my club... Swing low enough through the golf shot. Was my club too low? Was my lowest point in my swing behind the ball? Those are some basic ideas or questions you might ask yourself if you hit a golf shot and and say you mishit it. You hit it fat or you hit it thin, which is very common mistakes. Are you aware that your low point was not proper? And how would you then answer those questions, yes or no? Very simple. So we're going to be aware, we're going to ask ourselves some questions, and we're going to come up with answers. Now, what's the purpose in all that? It's to form some analytics, analyze what you did. The very heart of that is you either did or you didn't create a quality golf shot. And you might analyze whether you hit it the proper distance. You might analyze whether you hit it the proper direction or both. That's part of what we're analyzing when we hit a golf shot. Hey, I went way left on that shot, or I went way to the right. Those are directional issues. Are you aware of what causes the ball to go in different directions? Something to be aware of as a golfer. And then you might want to understand from all your questions, your asking and answering and your analyzation of what you did, 
The next A is what would you attempt to alter or adjust on the next shot? If you had one more opportunity to hit that shot, what would you do differently to create a better outcome to accomplish what you were trying to accomplish? I think that's a key in in the process of getting better. After the shot, we need to be aware of some stuff. We need to ask and answer some questions to form our analyzation of what we did to analyze. And then your idea is, I'm going to attempt to adjust or alter these things on the next golf shot. Um, And the idea is, we're going to try to accomplish a better result, to be awesome, to be amazing. There's plenty of A words here, and, and really stay away from the anger and aggravation. So we've got an after shot framework that involves some mental exercises that we need to go through. Aware, asking ourselves questions, coming up with answers, analyzing what we're doing, and then being capable of adjustments and alterations that would lead us to a more accomplished golf shot uh, and, and a more awesome game. So those are some ideas. I think those are simple ideas. If you have any issues with your game, if you want to come see me here personally at the Lake Hickory Country Club, uh, please reach out. My email address is alan at alanburtongolf.com. I'm going to offer a free 30-minute analyzation to the first person that emails me and and discusses your golf game with me. I'm going to give you a free 30-minute game analyzation. Uh, All you have to do is reach out with an email and set that up. I'm going to do that for the first person that sends an email to me here after today's podcast. Um, I'd like to remind all my listeners to tune in. We're going to keep this very fresh. We're going to keep it new. We're going to keep it short and sweet and help you with your golf game this year. All the best in 2020 with your golf game. So listeners, reach out and let's discuss your structure for a pre-shot routine, how well you're executing shots, And then that 12 or 15 seconds after the shot, spend it better by going through all the A's that are going to help you. Awareness, asking and answering questions, analyzing, attempting to adjust, trying to accomplish awesomeness and be amazing. That's what we're looking for in 2020 this year with your golf game. I'm your host, Alan Burton. This has been The Forecast. Tune in next time. Look forward to hearing you and all your golfing woes and see if we can help you become a better golfer in 2020. Thanks again, listeners. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.